0: Good morning, this is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management at 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 16th of August. UK July consumer price inflation slowed more or less as expected. The consensus was for between 67 and 6.8% year over year for the headline consumer price measure, and that's exactly what the data showed. The significant decline in the headline rate was an instance of the UK playing catch-up on energy prices, a function of the weird way UK energy prices are set. Food price inflation slowed too. It's worth reiterating that food price inflation is lower in reality than is being reported in the official data because the consumer price inflation numbers do not factor in the two-tier pricing structure that supermarkets have put in place. Why are supermarkets putting in a two-tier pricing structure? It is possible that the recent profit-led inflation episode has now created a scramble to shore up customer loyalty by offering selected discounts. As with other economies, there seems to be a resilience in the desire to go on holiday from the UK, with leisure travel still seeing price gains. This may be exaggerated by the changing working habits of the UK as flexible working will tend to encourage spending on vacations. The drop in UK inflation highlights some of the challenges of forecasting prices in any country. This decline was inevitable, which is why the number was not a surprise to the market consensus, because it was dominated by big moves in energy prices that are administered and relatively easy to predict. The changing pricing patterns of supermarkets mean that food price inflation has become harder to predict. The changing price sensitivity of consumers with regard to leisure travel means that prices there are also harder to predict. Essentially, pricing power of sellers has increased in some sectors. This sums up the challenge for most economies when it comes to forecasting inflation. There are no knowns, like regulated prices or prices where things haven't changed very much, There are known unknowns, things like U.S. owners' equivalent rent or used car prices, where we can be certain of the direction of inflation, but uncertain about the precise timing of changes. And then there are unknown unknowns, the structural changes in the economy, which mean that the past no longer offers a guide as to how inflation is likely to behave, at least in the short term. In Europe, there's the release of second quarter GDP, This is a non-event as far as markets are concerned. No one seriously thinks this data point will influence policy outcomes or indeed inform investment decisions. It's worth noting that as two of Europe's major economies now have declining populations, GDP in the euro area is naturally going to trend with a lower rate of growth than most Anglo-Saxon economies over time. The US Federal Reserve will be releasing the minutes of its July meeting, where Fed Chair Powell got another rating increase through. There is a sense amongst economists that the Fed should now be done. The trend of economic data should continue to show slowing price pressures. That means that real interest rates will be rising at a time when the economy is slowing. Were the Fed run by an economist, the inevitability of further slowing inflation would mean stable interest rates would not even be a question. However, the Fed is not run by an economist, and so we have to pay some attention to the details coming through in the minutes. That's all for today. Have a good day.